I played on a softball team on Thursday nights for two years before learning what my teammate Rich King did for a living. Sometimes he would miss a game or two, later mentioning only that he had been away for work. When I heard he was a U.S. Federal Marshal who once guarded Unabomber Ted Kaczynski, September 11th conspirator Zacharias Musawi, and former Iraqi dictator Saddam Hussein, I was taken aback that this modest man could be in that line of work. Months later, over coffee, Rich talked about the Hussein assignment, simply saying, I looked at it as another job, as if he were merely tying his shoes. Except for a Marine and a firefighter who lived down the street, few of my friends, relatives, and neighbors, e.g., plumber, librarian, attorney, realtor, teacher, dentist, small business owner, are likely to experience any serious physical harm while at work unless they get injured by accident. They don't go too far above or below the ground, nor do they, thankfully, endure hazardous or miserable working conditions. As for me, before writing books, I wore suits, ties, starched shirts, and polished shoes for thirty years doing government work, and never felt at risk. How is it, then, that some people end up in occupations that take them to that thin edge where they confront true danger, and where the consequence of error could cause severe injury or death to them and others. And what is it about the public's fascination with reality television programs like Deadliest Catch, America's Toughest Jobs, Axemen, Ice Road Truckers, Dirty Jobs, and Lockup, in which daring people from crab fishermen and storm chasers to loggers and cops show what separates them from those who dwell a little too long on the likes of Walter Mitty's vivid fantasy life. Sure, there are weekend warriors among us who seek thrills through rock climbing, skydiving, bungee jumping, deep water scuba diving, and extreme sports. But these pursuits are more often hobbies or personal quests than paid work. I wrote this book because I was curious to know why people like Rich King choose jobs where the odds of getting hurt are considerably greater than at a desk job. And if there is anything that distinguishes them from those who squirm at the slightest discomfort. So I set out on a search for men and women who would talk candidly about why they take on dangerous work, how they deal with it, what type of jams they get into, and what the job means to them. I began by typing the words, Dangerous Job, in Google's search engine, and popped up a list published annually by the Federal Bureau of Labor Statistics that identifies the top ten occupations by the number of fatal injuries in the United States. Year after year, the following jobs rank high in bad things happening. Fishermen, from extreme weather, shipwrecks, being swept overboard, slippery decks. Loggers, from log handling, tree felling, poisonous plants, animals, aircraft pilots, from crashes, exposure to hazardous chemicals, namely crop dusters, structural iron workers, from falling, being hit by equipment or steel, power line workers, from falling, electrocution. Typically rounding out the Bureau's annual top ten are police officers, garbage collectors, farm workers, roofers, and truck drivers. I collected additional suggestions from friends and strangers, clipped newspaper articles about gutsy people, 
like a story about crop duster Gene Hamner's frightening crash in a vineyard, and picked up some ideas from television programs. I also got a lead on an interview during a flight from Houston to Belize City from a fellow passenger, who said his wife's cousin is an alligator trapper. And when I was looking for a cheap place to stay in Kodiak Island, Alaska, I met a woman on the internet who said that her son-in-law, Matt Corrier, was the sole survivor of a tragic accident aboard a crab fishing boat.